is good! Ferris State wins the basketball game! You got it! Game winner! Rip the shot and it's a score for Ferris State! What a play right there by the Bulldogs! And so those are the kind of the guys I really wanted to model my mentality after. When it's bad weather, it kind of comes down to grit. I think our team has a lot of that. It's like you lose a game, like it hurts so much. Like we're very culture-based, and so that's what initially got me here. You're listening to Behind the Bulldogs on News Radio WBRN. Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome in to Behind the Bulldogs. Brandon Wirt, Joe Nagy with you. We have a loaded episode here today for you guys. I mean, we have literally like no time. I think I'm actually taking too long on this intro. Yeah, you are. Oh, crap. All right. You are. We well, got a good one. Yeah, we got a great episode. We're going to kind of do a rapid fire recap of what went down, a really fast preview of the Ferris State slate because we got such a good interview with Bob Daniels and Coach Famelak. It's a great time, and we definitely want to get into it. Brandon. Let's go. Let's get into it. First of all, basketball picked up a couple of victories, women's as well as men's. Ethan Erickson breaking the school record. Three points. dog. Incredible. Next episode, we'll go more in depth on that. Yes, we will. But congrats to Ethan, former guest on the show. You can check it out in the feed below him and Delapo talking about it. Super cool. Anyway, also GLI, not the greatest. We didn't play bad, but obviously two good teams, man. Played better than us. That's really how it went. So a uh, little bit frustrating because they played very well, and I think the scores were not very representative of that. Uh, but overall, I mean, this team has a lot to prove, and it starts with this weekend against Bemidji. Yeah, absolutely. And then women's basketball played against Duville, Uville, and yes. Damon. Caught one win against Uville, and then a loss against Damon. Seventy-two fifty-four first day, sixty-one fifty-six loss the second one on Wednesday. Yes, we got a lot coming up, but we'll get to that after a banger interview. Who do we have today, Joe? Bobby D and Coach Fam. Wow. This is a good one, one you guys have been waiting for. But real quick before we swing it, big thanks to Car Center, our primary sponsor for this podcast, your best place for body work in Rogers Heights. Stop in at any time or visit carcentermi.com. So without further ado, let's swing it to the interview. Now joining us here in studio to start 2024, head hockey coaches Bob Daniels, Drew Famulak. Guys, welcome to the show. Good to be here. Thanks for having us. Thank you guys so much for coming out. First question for both of you. I mean, busy, busy time this last week. You guys got a game coming up this weekend. GLI last weekend. I mean, tell us a little bit. What was that like dealing with one holidays, hockey, and just now having to do that all over again? Okay, well, you know, it's interesting because uh, our schedule gets thrown off. And if you, you know, team sports, you love your routine. And now the routine's gone. So what happens, you know, we played uh, Lake Superior State on the 17th of December. Um, after that game, the guys were able to go home, uh, spend Christmas at home, and then came back on the 26th. Uh, we practiced the night of the 26th. We went down to Van Andel on the 27th, got a practice there, and we played the 28th, 29th. Um, then came back, and we've spent this last week practicing. And, you know, uh, it's interesting because the cafeteria is closed. So, you know, we do different things with the guys in terms of meals. And uh, one of the things we do in the evenings is we have a thing called Feeding Frenzy. And it's community families um, that'll have the players over for dinner. And it, it's, it's great in a lot of fronts. One, it saves us a lot of money. I mean, so there's no expense to feed them dinner. Um, two, it's great socialization, you know, and a lot of these people have kids of their own. So, you know, our guys will play with their kids, you know, 
hockey on the driveway. And it's just, it's really good for everybody. And it's, uh, you know, I think the social, you know, for our guys to get out and socialize, it's an important part in, in your growth too as an individual is being able to go to someone's house, have a dinner and converse with them. And then last night we had a really interesting thing, uh, Wednesday night, uh, where we had a third of the team cook for the other two thirds of the team. Oh. We went to the West Campus Community Center and, uh, and we do that every year and uh, it's based on GPA. So uh, it was fun. We had a great time with it. So, yeah, coach kind of hit on it, but more on the, you know, when you look into the hockey front and, and not only were we trying to get ready for the, um, uh, the GLI, but, you know, we were watching um, the, the world championships, the world junior championships are on. And uh, we had a vested interest in that because we have three players coming from Norway uh, next year. So they're on that team. Um, so we got a chance to not only watch our team practice, but then, you know, watch those guys play uh, in, in a big time setting. Uh, we just actually watched them again uh, this morning. They lost out to Germany in the in the relegation game, but uh, uh, kids played well. And so there's a lot of different things going on. And then Coach Kaufman's getting ready. And we talked about this before we hit the air, but, you know, the travel in the second half. So he's already looking ahead. Okay, what do we got going in uh, in January and February for travel? So there's there's a lot of things other than hockey that are, that are just happening, you know, and each one of us kind of has our own little piece that that we we do and then we bring it all together at the end. Absolutely. And that's a perfect segue. I couldn't ask you better to say it myself, uh, especially with all the things you guys do as hockey coach, obviously practice, you're meeting with players, you're making game plans. But other than that, we're, we're in the heat of recruiting season as well. You guys are going on a travel. Just talk about the, the daily life of being a Division One hockey coach and what that entails on a day to day basis. Well, you know, it's interesting, too, because we ran to Coach Rock from the football team uh, outside your studio here before he came in. We were talking about how. A lot of times at the end of the day, I can look back and obviously you have practice, but the amount of time I might spend on the actual hockey is minimal. And then you've got all the other things that are involved from fundraising to recruiting to, you know, you got to do expense reports when we come back in off the road. And it's just there's a lot of things uh, that are administrative that take up an awful lot of time. And just I think most people think you sit around and just worry about, OK, designing plays and that sort of thing. Um, but it's not. It, it, Myself, it's what I really like about the job, though. I think if it was any one thing that you just came in, it was mundane every day, I would be very bored with it. But the fact that every day brings something different and the recruiting is, uh, to me, is a great part of it, too. You get to meet people, you get to meet the parents. Um, so that that's a really uh, it, it's a nice way to break up your day. And a lot of times we'll get in here uh, in the morning and then we go home, you know, six o'clock at night and, and you wonder where the time went. You are just like, oh, my God, that day just flew by. So and then in between, too, we have a lot of meetings with players, some academic, some about their performance, some just about life. So it's uh, it's an interesting way to make a living. Yeah. And. Coach touched on it briefly um, with the recruiting part of it. And another conversation we just had with uh, Coach Rock was, you know, how much video that that we watch now on on student athletes. Um, Ten years ago, very, very little. Uh, it's one thing that COVID did force us to do. And, and not only us, but the whole production of of the of the what the kids are producing, what these junior leagues are producing. Um, so when I leave here uh, during the day, 
um, and then I'll go home. Uh, whether I'm watching kids in British Columbia that are three hours behind or Alberta that's two hours behind, uh, I'm, I'm always watching. You know, I'll look at the schedule and say, okay, do we have any of our commits playing? And I'll check in on them to see how they're playing. But then also we're looking for for future kids as well. So uh, this month I'll get back on the road physically. Uh, there's a couple of showcases that that we need to be at. Um, but you know, more and more of it, you know, we're doing video and and uh, like I said, it's it's we're not only just watching our kids, but hey, we're watching maybe three, four, five different age groups uh, for the future. And how do you go about like? contacting some of those international players I mean obviously with Canada it's a little bit easier with you know the language barrier and stuff like that but when you go overseas to Europe what's that conversation kind of like when you go to reach out for the first time that process of getting that first word in well it was interesting how that shook out um we had a, a group from Norway uh came over last year and they wanted to see our development and how we develop kids and it was the the head of the uh Norway association uh they were brought over with uh uh, one of our former coaches here, Bob Mancini, and they came in and watched us practice and met with us. And we talked a lot about, you know, how we do things. And and then um, it just happened that we'd got a, you know, a tip on a goalie. So uh, I said to, to Dave Sensor, I said, well, there's no use me going because Dave looks after our goalie. So that's kind of how that happened was to get Dave involved. And then when he went over there, you know, we found a couple other kids as well. Yeah, that's super cool. And kind of transitioning a little bit to more of you guys as the people rather less than the coaches. I mean, obviously, you guys have been as far as the whole coaching staff have been together many years. You guys both in over your 30th year with Ferris State. Uh, just talk about the dynamic with the coaches and what you guys do on the off chance that you do have off time and you're not out recruiting or you're playing game, making game plans, so on and so forth. Well, we do get a lot of time to be together when it's not hockey. And and generally that that comes about in the spring. Um, we go to a coaches convention down in Florida and you know, when we use a lot of the spring, our, obviously our schedule is nowhere near what it is during, in the winter. So, you know, for realistically, it is a 60 hour a week job in, in the season. But then once we get into May, um, now that you can get your job done at like 30 hours a week, maybe 25. So our summers are pretty good and it's where you can kind of reconnect with family. But, you know, we'll golf together. We'll do things together. Um, you know, we, it's a good time, too, for us to reconnect with alum. Uh, Coach family like runs our alumni golf outing. But, you know, and then for all of us, we all have families, and it gives us an opportunity to reconnect with our families. And, you know, when last year we, we practiced on Christmas Day. This year we practiced the day after, so it wasn't as bad. But we miss, you know, miss a lot of holidays. You're playing over Thanksgiving. You're playing either on New Year's or right around New Year's. So you really miss a lot of the family things. And, and then, you know, if all of a sudden you can make up for that lost time, I, I think that's very valuable. Yeah, no, and coach kind of hit on it. It's, it's, uh, my neighbors always ask me, Hey, what do you, you do in your off time? Like, <laughs> cause when they see us, they see us, you know, on TV, we're behind the bench, we're coaching. Right. Yeah. Um, so you kind of got to walk them through what you do. And, you know, once April and May, like we're already planning for that next year. Um, whether it's scheduling, uh, Dave sensor does our, our master schedule. So we're already putting the pieces together, uh, for when our guys come back in August and what changes do we need? Do we have a, a project that we're doing um, in our locker room, for example, or, or well, what are we doing to, to, to make our program better for a year down the road? So it, it's, 
it's a little bit different work, uh, but it's work that, you know, we enjoy. Uh, we all kind of dig in and, and help out to, to make the program, you know, keep taking steps. And we mentioned it before in the interview, how you guys got a pretty big road trip coming up, especially with the next second half of the season, a lot of travel involved with it. How do you on a kind of individual, like deal with that type of travel when you got to go a long time? It's going to be a lot of flying, going to be a lot of driving. You know, what's it like being a coach on a bus or on a plane when you're pregame as well as postgame after the weekend's over? Well, you know, over the right now, our travel's better. Um, you know, the university has helped us out, allow us what we do for the long trips. And when I say long, we have Minnesota State, Augustana, and Bemidji State all in the second half. And those those shortest bus rides, 12 hours one way, the longest is 15. And that's one direction. So, you know, over the course of four or five days, you're spending 30 hours on a bus. I mean, it's, and it, it takes its toll. So now uh, what we do a lot of times is we fly out there and then we bus back. And um, financially, it's not a great deal more. And you, you think about the one-way flights aren't bad. And then we have one less night in a hotel and we have one less day per diem. So you subtract that off the cost. So it costs a little bit more, but not as much as you'd think. And it does save some wear and tear. It's less missed class time. But, you know, really, you know, I'm getting older myself, obviously. And the bus rides do take a toll. You know, like last year um, we came back from Minnesota State. Uh, we played them in the second round of the playoffs. And uh, we got knocked out, rode the bus home, threw my back out. And for six weeks, I was miserable. So, you know, it's just like, you know, like it's from just sitting on a bus. Because what we do is after the game on whatever night, weekend series, after the game on Saturday night, we load the bus. We usually pull out of the rink at 10. And then you figure from Minnesota State, it's 12 hours to get home. You lose an hour. So we get here at 11 in the morning and you sleep on that bus or you try to. And you're sitting in a, you know, not the most comfortable position. Um, and next thing you know, your back's out. <laughs> so, or I'm limping. My something's wrong with my knee. So, you know, it, it's it's gets harder and harder as you get older. Though those those trips do take a toll on you. And your 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 day Sundays wasted because you're in a fog. You're know, walking around. You didn't sleep well. And then you just turn around. You're right back at it on Monday. Yeah, we might have to have uh, an athletic trainer, Brett Knight, who was just on the show a while ago, maybe take out your knee perhaps or something. But uh, it's well, over the years, I've spent some time with the trainers. After <laughs> I have with all they stretch me out. And yeah, I gonna say, but well, you can't take a healthy scratch either. That, no, thing, no, yeah, no course, healthy so. scratch. Uh, going back a little bit. Obviously, you guys mentioned that you played golf. We talked to you, especially Coach Daniels. Last time we had on the show, obviously, you're a big fan of being out on the boat, golfing as well as cycling. I remember uh, mm -hmm. Coach Famalek, any of those common activities or anything unique you do on your off time? Yeah, I used to play a lot of golf that's been curtailed a little bit but trying to my wife's pushing me to get back uh back into it but uh you know we we uh i spent a lot of time um especially once end of july rolls around my, my daughter plays college soccer uh so i get a chance to and a lot of her schedules august and september so i get a chance to watch her and and then my son plays uh college hockey as well at over at St. Norbert College in, in Green Bay. So I try to get to see him a couple times a year. So I guess a lot of our stuff is is we're still chasing kids around and getting a chance to watch them play. And then, you know, my wife and I, we're, we're looking to, you know, take a vacation here and there as well when, when May and June roll around. 
Yeah, for sure. Who's the best golfer out of the coaching coach staff? Coach Daniels. What do you shoot, Coach Daniels? <laughs> well, so what's the handicap? Let's be honest. Your coach Famiak is. If if he played at all regularly, would be by far the best. Um, myself. I, Ah, oh, geez, nowadays I'm somewhere between usually like 42 and 45 for nine. Wow. I uh, used bad. to be better than, me. better than that. But uh, as you get older, you, you don't hit it as far. So. I would say not ready to move up to tees yet. Just uh, Oh, I am. Uh, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, you know, it started with the blues. Now I'm at the whites. And I'm kind of eyeing up the golds. <laughs> Slowly but surely. You'll so make I'm it. moving my way up. Yeah. It's all good. We, it's were all just, good. we were just talking about, um, you know, a course at 7,100 yards. And we're like, no way. You know, we, <laughs> not gonna back, back in the day, for sure, we'd give it a, we'd give it a run. Uh, but not not anymore. We're. We're probably 6,500. You got to recognize your own strengths. <laughs> yeah, it's right on. That's the one thing. It helps to keep score, too. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. Um, I do have a question, though, especially with, you know, a lot of alumni going to the NHL and a lot of pros in the you know, ECHL, AHL. The most recent one with Brad Merrick, he's with the Barracuda in San Jose. What's that like to see those guys that you've seen develop, that you've seen and, you know, recruited from, like, the lowest level to now going to, you know, the upper echelon of hockey and being up there in the pros and even after uh, college hockey? Okay. Um, well, the interesting thing too is it's not just as players. Um, obviously, Jeff Blashell was the coach of the Red Wings. Uh, he worked with us, played for us. Derek Lalonde worked with us. He's now the coach of the Red Wings. And just recently, Seth Appert, who played goal at the same time Jeff Blashill did, um, he's in the American League, but got called up to Buffalo when the head coach there got sick. And he, I, I don't know. I know the first game he won. Lost the second one. He did lose. Yeah, he's still own. up now? I don't know. I think know. it was just the first, uh, those two games he was up for yeah. last weekend. So that's our third guy that coached with us that's in, you know head coaching in the National High. So it's great to see those guys excel, to see the Bradley Merricks uh, make their way in hockey, too. And Bradley um, started the season off on the coast. As far as I know, he's still in the American League, and he's putting up pretty good numbers. Um, so, you know, obviously we're proud and, and happy to see that. Um, you know, for us, too, a lot of it, then you look at, okay, our current players, do we have the makings within our current lineup of some guys at uh, American League level and maybe can, can can claw their way to the National Hockey League? And, you know, I do think there's, you know, a, a, a player like Antonio Venuto who's having really a good year. Um, you know, I think he's opening some eyes right now. And uh, it's been fun to watch his progress. He's, you know, not that he wasn't good a freshman year. He was, but he has steadily gotten better each and every year. And if you watch him in practice in the weight room, he's earned that. He takes his summers. He, he, he goes, to, uh, he's got a skating coach. His skating has improved dramatically. And uh, I think, you know, then, then his confidence grows. And, and so, you know, I look at a guy like him, our, both our goaltenders, Noah and Logan, I think both have a chance to play at a high level pro hockey. Um, so we're excited about that. And, and, and our, you know, not only the guys that are doing it now, but the guys that have a possibility. And if I could, beyond that National Hockey League, we watch a lot of our alums do really well in their chosen professions. And we've got guys that are out there. And, and actually, my accountant uh, is uh, a past player, the CPA, Derek Graham. Uh, my financial advisor, Nick Seibley, played for it. So these guys are, are, you know, if you can't trust past players, who can you trust with exactly. your money? But, you know, it speaks volumes to the guys that are doing things that are really special that are not necessarily in hockey. And we're as proud of them as we are the ones that make it in hockey. Well, yeah, and just interesting. On uh, Got an email from Johnny Duff 
played for us back in the early 90s. Yep. Uh, he's Dr. John Duff now. And wow. he's going to be at the game on Saturday. And, you know, he said, hey, can I get some tickets? And I said, yeah. And what we like to do, too, is when those guys show up is to come down to the locker room, talk to our guys. Hey, you know, it doesn't matter, like, what era did you play in? And they always have some some parting wisdom for our guys. But um, it's, it, it's like Coach said, it's good to see – uh, for our current guys, like, you know, life after hockey and some different avenues uh, that our guys have chosen. Absolutely. Super cool. One last question for you both. Appreciate you both for taking time to be on the show with us. What's been your favorite thing about being here in Big Rapids and being a Bulldog? Well, I, I just think I love the campus community, right? Everybody's close. And I always tell people when you when you come here, you're 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 part of a family. I know some people, I think it's cliche-ish, but I know here, you know, Coach talked about what we just did with the uh, – uh, community night there on a Wednesday. But, um, you know, I always tell our kids a lot of times the same people that are teaching you or are watching you on Friday and Saturday. And I just like the fact that, hey, I can pick up the phone and and get some help for kids if, if they need it. And I just I love the campus community. Um, and like I said, I think our guys enjoy um uh, just being around a lot of different people, different sports. They're always hanging out with, you know, different sports. And I, I just think it's a it's a good campus in terms of, hey, we can go to the football game one night. We're at the soccer game. They're, they're doing a lot of different things to, to, you know, build some camaraderie within our athletic department. I, I concur with Drew. And talking just about the university, the mission of the university, I really appreciate. It's the fact that I think they do a tremendous job here at Ferris preparing kids for life after Ferris in terms of when you walk out the door, you're very employable. The, the, the kids are and it's the RSOs, the number of you know registered student organizations uh, this campus has. Um, and I just, you know, it's exciting to see that these are degrees that people can can put to use and work, and it helps the state of Michigan. I, I think the mission of our school, and I remember back years ago when I first started, it was uh, the dean of the School of Business, Dick Hansen. He just recently passed. Great man. Great man. He was here forever. Anyways, uh, he would look at you and say, you know what about Ferris State? We do chicken right. You know, like the old the colonel, the colonel used to say, he goes, we, and we do do chicken right here. And then the other thing I really like is the, the, the town of Big Rapids, the community, the people that live here. Um, they're great people. Um, they're very willing to help out if, if we need a hand with something or individually, if you ever need uh, you know someone to lend a hand. It's just a really tight-knit community. It's a great place uh, you know, for my kids to have grown up and gone through the Big Rapids uh, school system. I thought that was an excellent school system here. Uh, and as Drew alluded to, same thing with the school system here. Your neighbors are your teachers too. And so they get to really know the kids. So this is a tremendous, it's a magical place. And if you look at the other sports, uh, Tia Brandel, she's been here a long time, you know, um, Coach Anise, he's been here now a long time. And uh, Bronkema, uh, Andy's been here a long time. Well, there's a reason. It's, it's twofold. It's the community and it's the university itself. Well, that, guys, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate you guys taking time out of your day. Wish you the best of luck uh, this upcoming week. And especially don't slip any discs or anything like that. On <laughs> Thanks, Joe. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks, guys. 
Big thanks to Coach Daniels and Coach Famulak for stopping by the show. So fun to have those guys on. Real quick before we go, Ferris State Sports Slate, rapid fire style, Joe, go. Yeah, let's get right into it. Friday, the 5th of January, men's ice hockey is taking on Bemidji State 707 puck drop. Be there because all the cool people are doing it. Saturday, the next day, women's basketball is taking on Lake Superior State. One o'clock tip off, then followed by men's basketball against Lake Superior State as well. Against the Lakers, three o'clock tip off for that one. Both at home, so you want to be there as well. And then to cap it off, men's ice hockey is once again playing Bemidji State. They're going to take on the Beavers at 607 puck drop going to be a great weekend. You don't want to miss it. If you do miss it, what are you doing? Not cool of you to do that. Absolutely. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode. Be sure to subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. And until next week on our next episode, take care, everybody. 